I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. Welcome to Organize Chaos. Take a page out of other business leaders' playbooks and get candid advice from Chris Ronzio. People, processes, productivity, and how to organize your life around it all. Dealing with customer feedback while getting your business off the ground can often be messy or unorganized. You're focused on dialing in your product or service and may not have the time or resources to handle implementing feedback right away. Listen to the evolution of processes Chris and the team at Trainual took when handling customer feedback and find some key takeaways that you can begin to implement no matter which stage your business is in. This audio is from a guest appearance on the Customer Conversations podcast. Well, the first thing I'd say, it's it's evolved a lot since we launched the business. So initially, when I built the prototype of the tool, it was just for my consulting clients. And so the feedback I was getting was face-to-face feedback. I would watch them use it. I would sit with them. I would do the work for them. They would ask questions and I would figure out how could I automate some of the stuff that I'm having to do as the power user of this thing. So that was like ground zero of feedback. And then slowly we started moving to signing up strangers and then the feedback was doing demos and you get a lot of feedback in a sales demo from people that haven't bought yet on what they want, what they value, the right questions to ask. And so you're learning kind of how to pitch the product and what features to prioritize other, over others and how you might divide features across plans. And so I think that comes even pre-sale feedback. And then as the business went on, we are a little more sophisticated and we would, you know, we hired our first customer success rep. And then the customer success rep is the one getting all the feedback. And when we would get either cancellations or support tickets, you know, those things would be customers prompting us to think about certain functionality and we'd keep them in a list in just a project management system. And we'd have a backlog of ideas to go through. And then as the company got more mature, it transitioned into product where now we've got, you know, a product manager that's fielding a lot of these things and getting more intentional about requesting feedback before we launch features instead of just launching something because I want it. <laughs> you know, now we're, we'd interview people and, and uh, find out how they actually interact with the, the feature. We rolled out a beta program, so then we have beta beta customers that test things before they roll to production. Then we brought on a QA person, and so I think it's been like a, a slow evolution of just me sitting side by side with someone until now being much more sophisticated. We have a very specific process now, but early on we didn't. And I think it's important because when you're first starting out, that's one of those things that you are going to do very messy, <laughs> you know, like you're not, you're, you're just going to hear feedback and it's going to go in one ear and out the other. And if you hear it uh, a few times, then maybe you start to remember it and internalize it and it makes its way into the product without really any intentionality. I remember when I was consulting, I had a product, we were building these internal tools for companies and the, the customers, my customers were paying for the development. And so there had to be some level of sensitivity, like, hey, um, if one of your employees asks for something, 
how urgently do you want us to prioritize that? Like, do we do it right away and bill you for it? Or do you want us to run it through you? And I remember a few customers giving me like this, this three times rule where like if three people ask for the same thing, then like we should probably do it. And so I think I carried a little bit of that into building Trainual as my own product where I would hear things from customers and the first time you hear it, it's kind of this, you know, edge case and you think, all right, nice idea, but I can't see that applying across the board. And then maybe you hear it a second time and you're like, oh, I've heard that before. And then when you hear it a third time and it keeps coming, then then that starts to become at the top of your mental list. And so it's very natural, I think, at the beginning to not have any systems for, for this. It's just you're, you're, you have so much inside of you that you're trying to build and roll out that you almost have to trust your gut a little bit at the beginning to build the MVP, you know, to build the thing that you think is most valuable. And then once you've got a product and you've run enough customers through it, you start collecting feedback and you need to get more systematic about it. So I'll fast forward to now and kind of a couple ways that we do it. Um, so we use one tool that manages feature requests. It's called Canny, C-A-N-N-Y. So we have kind of this public feature request thing and it was a real slick interface where customers could put in a request, people can upvote them. It's got a plugin with Intercom, which we use for support. So our support reps can create uh, feature requests or add people on to requests that are on there. And then we can change the status from something that is you know, just an idea to it's been discussed or it's planned or it's on the roadmap or it's in progress or it's been launched. And the people that subscribe to that feature will get updated. And so they get alerts to, to know that something is ready that they've requested. And we've used that system also to pull together beta customer lists. So if we're going to start working on something and we want to just design it, our UX, UI designers will reach out to those customers and get on phone calls with them. And they'll say, let me watch you struggle through our current product and show me what would be easier. And then they'll go back to their lab and they put together you know, some, some clickable prototypes and then they call the customer back and say, you know, take a look at this uh, inside our our, uh, our our design app here, and is this what you wanted, or does this intuitively make sense? And they'll watch them use the clickable prototype, and then they go back to the lab and and take another crack at it before it's even in the in front end development. So, so you know, our process has gotten, I would say, more sophisticated. Uh, we use other tools to track what a person is doing inside the app so we can actually watch the the users sessions and know how many people are clicking this button and what do they do right before they click that button and and you know we've we've uh watched that more thoroughly uh we use another app that is for a, a net promoter score called delighted where people can just generally say if they would recommend the tool but then it prompts them for for feedback from inside the the tool and they can uh, post comments or, or send us a video. Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review or share it with anyone in your network that you think could use this information. If you want to connect with me personally, please text me 480-531-8411 or connect with me anywhere on social at Chris Ronzio. Or you can connect with Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. See you next time.